on Denver Sports Station, 1043, The Fan. Here. He's running up the stairs as we speak. He's probably waiting for the elevator to ding. Those gosh darn elevators can be so, so slow. Like Alanis Morissette used to say, it's like a green light. We've been having an elevator when you're already late. Yeah. Right? So that's even more stressful. The fact of running late. What if the elevator doesn't work? What if you get stuck? But it's only two floor, uh, two f- flights of stairs. Yeah. So if it is stuck, you and can look, just run on up. Look, Here he is. And he would have been early had he not stopped and oh, got, he got himself a nice coffee, everybody. Hey, but, but you, he's here. But you got a three-hour show, so you got to stay caffeinated, hydrated, libated. Zach By coming straight from Broncos training camp. How are you, man? Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, sprinting in here. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I was telling Stokely, like, no to the coffee. Oh. No to the coffee. And I, did, I didn't even want to. I'm like, I've had three cups of coffee today. I'm good. And he's like, like it's, I, and, and I can tell the way it's going, the way he gets. And Drew could back me up on there. Like, it's just like, it's going to start an argument. And it, it was on the verge of being an argument, arguing in front of people at training camp. Over there. I'm like, you know what? Just get the coffee. I'll get it. I'll get it. I'll get it. Uh, no problem. <laughs> Happy to be here. Thanks for Wait, well, you only have one coffee. Is uh, Stokes is Stokes oh, is on the outside. Yes. Okay. Goodness gracious. How you well, doing? You're man? a good partner. You're a good man. Uh, th- thanks for uh, yeah. Thanks for thanks for uh, bridging the gap. No worries. Um, I golfed with Nate yesterday. And uh, did you already tell the story on the uh, uh, a number one tee box? <laughs> I did, but you should tell it again because holy moly! <laughs> <laughs> Nate steps up first first tee box. We're out at Colorado National playing in the Siltahara tournament. Holy moly! Talk about a first class tournament. Yeah, just in in every way the the pri- they just do it the right way. Uh, but first tee box, I'm like, you know, I'm not very good. You know, Nate's like, I don't really play a lot, but you know, see, first tee, boom, bang, eight o'clock. No, it's an eight o'clock, eight a.m. start. So this is eight eight oh one on a Sunday morning. Nate <laughs> smashes a house on the first. Why do they build months? houses right next to the oh, to the fairway like that? Actually, that was the my second ball because I took a breakfast ball. The first one went away right. Yeah, right. Yes, right. Yes, yes. And yes. then uh, this next one went way left. Oh my gosh, we had so much fun. Though. It was great hanging out with you guys. We had a, yeah. we had a blast. That was pretty cool. Man. Had a blast. Um, your your golf game improved as the day went on. Yeah, kind of settled in. Yeah, kind of settled. Kind of like the Broncos' offense. We're hoping just kind of settling in. Is, is that what you saw in. today? Um, you know this and that. I I, I I'll say this. Um, baby steps are happening. Baby steps are happening. I'd be totally misrepresenting practice if I came in here and told you how awesome the offense was. Um, that'd be amazing. Um, but we we're gonna tell the truth, and it is um. Uh, one step forward, one step back, you know, drill by drill and drill by drill. And, you know, Stokely's there. The reason Stokely's not with us right now, he is there watching the finish of practice um, and, and look forward to here because Sean Payton, what he's doing is like he and, and all these coaches do it differently. But he is putting the biggest emphasis of practice at the very end. I know that's a lot of times the case, yep. but but not always. And uh, but that's certainly as we're learning about Sean Payton. He's saving those two-minute move the ball for the very end, whereas 
the past couple years, we could see a move the ball drill and then transition to special teams and then finish with something else. Um, but he is uh, putting the biggest emphasis offensively at the end of practice. So can't wait for Stoke to come in here. I will say this. If the fans were out there, um, you know, Jerry Judy would be a trending topic uh, in Denver here locally. Um, not for the reasons that you would want. Oh! I mean, case of the dropsies. Oh, no. I don't know, yep, yep, uh, yep. Case of the Mondays uh, no. for, for, for Judy. Um, you know, had a play in one-on-one where he beat Pat Sertan. Beat him. Beat him. Um, and just dropped a touchdown catch. Mm. And then there was a uh, uh, an even uglier moment that, again, if the fans were out there because the gas from the media and from the family tent, which we heard, they, they're, they're doing one-on-ones, and it's, it's Judy against uh, uh, Mathis, and, and, and Judy hits him, uh, uh, Mathis, and, and, and Mathis actually falls down. He falls down like Judy got him. Mathis falls down, and Judy is wide open in the end zone with no one within 20 yards of him standing up, and he dropped the pass. Um, that's not an omen for the season. It was just a... A rough Monday for Jerry Judy that may have improved at the end of practice. Thank you, Nate, for bridging the gap here as Brandon Stokely slides real in. Real quick, though, real quick. Real quick, though, what? I, I turned one uh, body armor into four. You're welcome for getting you a couple extra the other day. <laughs> Wait, oh, 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 because our guy Rip came and brought, okay. Because this guy puts a couple body armor drinks in a communal cooler, and I'm like, oh, Raj brought us some cool drinks. I, I brought there was two drinks, right? Yeah, it was a Powerade and a I wasn't and, looking and at them. I mean, this is all but, like, you got to know, someone brings that. Why, it's why not for, it's not that? It, because there's only waters in it there. It wasn't your cooler. Do you think we're going to provide electrolyte drinks? So. We're out there for, for three hours in the sun. Yeah, our, our company's going to just buy those for they everyone. Should. We get water. They should, but they don't. I do. I, I bring they, my I own. thought they finally figured it out. They got Thank you, Nate, for staying in. You can, you can leave now. But <laughs> oh, I, you're I, welcome I, for I, the body yes, armor. Yes, yes. Thank you. Oh Thank you, for that. The sagas, I got your coffee, too, buddy. The sagas that come from training camp. <laughs> yes. You got to so, love it. You yeah. got to love it. You, yeah. love it. you, so know, you okay, just, man? Are you okay? Huh? Are you oh, good? yeah, I'm good. But you need to replace mine, the specific ones that I got, that I bought with two of them. With two of no, I don't. You will never, ever, well, ever get one. one replaced by me. Oh. I drank it, and then you got three extra after that. It wasn't the same. Oh, it wasn't the same electrolyte. He drinks the less sugar ones, like yes. I do. Yes, thank you, Zach. Thank you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> two of them. Thank you. Two of them. You're Zach. still alive. You're still Zach. alive. Zach, uh, I barely made it through Friday. It was I'm, I'm happy to see you. <laughs> uh, thanks for staying around, Nate. Bye, guys. Yeah, see you, Nate. Um, on the play you are talking about, one-on-one. That homeowner wants to talk with you, by the way, from yeah. Colorado National. Yeah. <laughs> Got a little uh, stucco issue. Yeah. A little stucco. It's a little chunk of stucco. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. uh, um, great story. And I, I got to clarify your coffee deal that you were like, oh. dragging my name through the mud. Driving it through the I'm, mud. I'm just going to add oh. context to it. Okay. I want, I want okay. people to okay. know the okay. full, okay. like, whole story here, okay? okay? Well, paint because the full picture. You paint half the picture. <laughs> it's only my Happy half. Monday, by the way. <laughs> Happy, Happy Monday, Monday to What's everyone. Up, man? Uh, look, just rushing there, trying to yeah. stay back. We, we yeah. try to. I was surprised you were that late. I was only one minute late. I think I, I know because I was rolling in. I was like. Hey, I thought you would have been here. Dude, um, caught a couple of missed time red lights, yeah. and it just... I just run them. Just yeah. like that. You just run them. I thought like, about doing it the last one. Go. I thought yeah. about it. Just press it down and fingers crossed, yeah. right? Um, that's that's the. I think that's the best approach there when you're running late. Um, the play you're talking about, one-on-one play, 
It's um, I mean, J- Judy's got to catch it. He's running a high corner route, right? And yeah, but the first one on Pat Sertan or the, sec- the, the, the no, second no, one? The second one. Okay. The one that he, he was wide open looking like an outfielder, you know, had yes, time to yes. hit. The, the DB well said, fell. Yes, yes. They collided. Um, but the play was dead. Like, it, w- it, w- it would have been a dead play because when he ran his route, he ran towards the post, and then he goes towards the corner, right? It's like a post-corner route. And, and he's taking it high towards the pylon. And... He goes to the post, and the DB's on the outside of him. So when he goes back to the corner, they collide, right? And so in real football, plays over, plays dead. Like, Russ is off of him. He's not looking towards him anymore. Correct. And then um, the, a couple yards up, more up the field, the DB falls down. And so it's a one-on-one drill. So Russ just chunks it up there. Got to catch the stinking ball, Zach. It's a layup. Once again, it's like... Okay, was it? Did it? Did anything matter? Was it? A, was it like a going to be this great touchdown? No, no, and no. But catch the ball. Yeah, to your point, catch yeah. the ball, right? And he had to the the play maybe because it was the same drill, the one on one. It was maybe two reps earlier where he looked like he got Sertan and he created did. some separation. Golly, Sertan's recovery speed is amazing. Um, separate conversation, but Judy had an opportunity to catch a touchdown in one on ones on on PS two. Again, I thought, this is one on ones. See, I put but, that more on Russ. I thought that was a late, late throw. Okay, um, Judy ran by him, like you said, it was the first play one on ones. Yep, right. And and sometimes those guys, those DBs, they'll they'll just they'll just sit on your route. They'll just squat down and they'll just you know guess a little bit. Sure. And I think that's what Sertan was doing right there. He was. Hoping for you know ten to fourteen yard type of route and and ready to break on it and Judy just ran by him, got it, got it to me. Could Judy have caught it? Yeah, probably. Maybe maybe you got to make a play for your quarterback. But Russ was a little bit late. Needs to be quicker. Needs to be you know in rhythm. And then it's it's probably an easy touchdown. So, um, but I, I thought overall, just to kind of I thought overall there was a few. You know, it seemed like a lot of the same for me, but then there was a few bright spots from Russ that I was like, okay, maybe. And and I don't know if I'm if I'm just like really looking hard because I I don't want to be negative. Yeah, uh, I yeah. want to be positive. Yeah. I want this offense to look better. I yeah. want it to feel better. Um, uh, but you know, I, I saw some semblance of it right where and I saw him changing a protection. I saw him changing. You know, they were they were bringing the safety blitz. Caden Stearns was blitzing and alert alert. You know, Mike. 30 or whatever Caden Stern's mm-hmm. name is. So that tells the line to slide over. They picked it up, drilled it to a little, uh, little slot receiver out there. Um, is it Grimes? Taylor Grimes? 10, 13, something like that, whatever his number is. Okay. Um, I got it in my notebook. 13 is 13. Grimes. I think yeah. it was Grimes. Uh, drilled it to him, a nice little play, right? Just showing me um, that uh, this thing could be moving in the right direction, um, hopefully. And so that's that's kind of I – feel, I feel a little bit better today than maybe I did on Friday. It wasn't perfect, though. They had some moments there where, you know, the first team drill just like uh, not, yeah, not, not yeah. much there at all. No. And, and, and it's only four plays from Russ, and that's it. And then I feel like I'm waiting ten minutes for – you know, Stidham and Danuch to get their reps, and it felt like they they're getting ten reps each. I, I, I'm sure it's four a piece, yeah. um, and just feels like no, a but lot. You're right? We talked and I think about, about this. you. Yeah. I think about you and your point. And um, I got another thought on that that we'll get into in a little bit. But uh, you're, you're right. It's just like uh, those four plays weren't even you know that good. No. Like, let, let's let's try to why, why not six? Like why does it have to be four? You so can do, keep the same number of reps all in total. And just give two more to Russ. Take one from Danucci. Take one from Sid. Take two from Danucci. Keep Sidham the same. Yes. You could do whatever you want. 
but it doesn't feel like they're um, they're working really hard. I, I want to say that because I was listening to our guy Dan Jacobs over the weekend. He's like, practices are the same as last year. They're just as easy. I'm like, I disagree. I disagree. I just think they're... You're down on Dan Jacobs. On Even after t- he lets you on that use take. his condo free of charge. On that and, take. Um, <laughs> Steamboat. Uh, Steamboat. Right? Yes. Wow. Yes. No, it, it, I, 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 I would show more. I would definitely show more loyalty <laughs> than Zach By if someone let me use their great condo in Steamboat. I, I am very but thankful down for on that. Him. No, it doesn't sound like you're very. No, thankful. but I heard. It's like you're down no, on. No, it's like you know practices aren't any harder than they were last summer. And I just, I just disagree. I just disagree. I just think they're everything they're doing has more speed, more tempo, more getting out. Like silly stuff. Water breaks are shorter, and there's less of them. And you know, we it's just. Across the board. I mean, they're in pads for three straight days. That, So I, I, I like what I'm seeing from the work standpoint. Um, and the offense is, man, right now, it's kind of the definition of baby steps. You know, if we're going crazy over what, what happened in seven on seven, like we're, we're, we're really searching. And that's good that we're searching and we're finding something. But to come in here and say, hey, this offense is like buy stock in it because it's about to pop. I don't have that type of conviction. No, I don't either. Um, and, and and you're right. They are. They're practicing a lot harder. Um, it's, and it's not even close. It's not even debatable. So I don't know what Dan is, like, thinking about or yeah. looking at. So um, you're down on Dan, too. I'm okay. very down on him, yes. <laughs> okay. But he didn't let me use his condo and right. his steamboat. So I can be. Um, I don't have to have loyalty towards him. Yeah, he's way off base. I mean, they never did three days in pads in a row nope. last year. Nope. I mean, give me a break. Nope. Was if it, it was like, two days in a row, it was like a big deal. Right. And I don't even remember that. No, I, I don't either. So um, they're, they're, they're getting after it. I, I love the structure of practice. They are. They're, they're in it. Um, offensively, it's just not as crisp right now as we'd like to see. But, you know, you, you hear the reports about Saturday, and then it's like, well, okay, you know, I, I see one highlight. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. the, the the one highlight, yep. the two minute drill. Yep. Um, what's the two minute drill on Friday? I have all the notes on it. Was um, was um, you know not not very good on 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 Friday, um, and then on Saturday started off not good. Then they did get that touchdown. Yeah, and I was just to say, just for clarity, like if you just go online and like it seemed like Saturday was fireworks. And w- let me try to walk this razor's edge here. It was probably the best moment from camp, like singular moment. The, a, a Jerry Judy touchdown pass about 40 yards uh, from Russ. Thank goodness. Like, we've been waiting to see this stuff. But, again, I was out there. I was like, what the, 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 that wasn't happening every single play. But the good news is we've been looking for signs of life, and we got one. But in the first uh, a period of the two-minute, you know, drill, it was an offsides. It was a holding. And here's what people don't really want to know. And, and uh, again, um, Walking this razor's edge of, uh, like, don't we don't want to come in here and kill the Broncos' offense. But I do want to come in here and tell the truth. On the 40-yard pass to Jerry Judy, Garrett Bowles had someone in the million-dollar dream again. No. Yes. Yes. No. Is that yes. Like, is that like some kind of chokehold? Night, that, night. Oh. Go to sleep. Roddy Piper used to put oh, it on you. Shave your head Nelson. after you Almost. fall asleep. Oh. Yeah. The shave of the head. Yeah. That's right. It'll put you to sleep and shave your head. Like, wow. dude, like, Garrett Bowles had someone in the chokehold. So, again, take the good with the bad. Do we want to see that type of play from Russ? Yes. Did we see it from Russ? Yes. Can, Gar- uh, can Russ control what is going on, on the left side of the line? He can't. So what's in his controllable, he maximized. But in real football, the edge rusher has choke marks on his neck and he's half asleep. 
Wow. So not good, not ideal. Okay, so it's it's this and that. It's not it's not all bad, but it's not all good. And I think we're seeing baby steps and some signs of life. And you know how much you want to cling to those signs of life is uh, depending on the person. Yeah. Um, hopefully, because they're oh, the way that it started on Friday with the two minute drill was bad. And um, obviously, look. Like you said, at least we saw something yeah. explosive yep. down the football field. Yep. That was nice to see. And I was trying to figure out what defense they were playing defensively because we saw a lot of cover zero on Friday and talked about it. Coach Vance bringing the house, yep. right, um, daring them to make a big play. And the offense was overwhelmed, right? They looked like they were a JV team, yeah. right? They weren't prepared for cover zero. That means they're blitzing everyone except for the guys going out for pass patterns. It's one-on-one, no safety help, no linebacker help. There's no one. It's just one-on-one, um, and that's cover zero. So I talked on Friday about them possibly. What, what they're going to do is go in the meeting room yep. and say, hey, this is what we need to do when they when we see cover zero. Yep. Right? We have to be ready to audible. We have to be on it. And, the, and you can make them pay in a big way for cover zero. And then I was trying to see on Saturday, the following day, if it was cover zero or not that Coach Vance was dialing up defensively when they hit the long home run. It it didn't look like it okay. uh, totally, okay. but at the same time, I was kind of confused. I, I It didn't look like a clean defense to me. It looked like there was a blown coverage there somewhere because they were doubling one guy. Like If you watch it again, they were doubling a guy over the middle of the football field, and then there was like a safety way late, deep. I, I, I don't know what they were playing, um, uh, but certainly – the the Broncos made them pay for it, and and you know hopefully maybe we'll get lucky and not get that holding call. But at least we saw something yes. down the field. Yes. It was a completion. It was a completion, and and again you kind of uh, with some of these plays and drills, and you know well I want to talk about the seven on seven specifically here in a couple minutes. But and we're going to hear from Sean Payton by the way, guys, that we will carry this press conference live whenever he does step up to that microphone. So you're not going to want to miss that. But. We talked about this with um, Russell getting sacked. The first week of uh, training camp practice, guys, and, and you saw it for yourself if you were out there, they're, they're just guys in the backfield, okay? And it was pretty discouraging. And it's, it comes with the early stages of a new offense and, you know, all this stuff. But something good would happen, but it would be like in real life that's a sack. But right. you're, you're, you're instructed to play through it because you got 22 guys who are already invested in the rep. So just get the most out of the rep. So it's hard t- t- to decipher and sometimes separate where it's one of these classic two things are true at the same time. Like Bowles maybe is holding on the edge, and it definitely would have been called, but also you're still maximizing the rep and you're seeing good stuff despite something bad happening within the same play. And this is training camp. You just kind of have to view it with, like, some wisdom um, and, and pick what's important and what's not. And if they're both important, what's more important, you know, in, in, in for that particular moment. Yeah, and, um, you know, just getting some reports from practice here. Uh, got a little birdie out there helping us out today because uh, we had to get back. But it looked like like a little, little skirmish there at practice uh, between uh, Chris Allen and Henry Bird. Okay. Um, uh which was um, we haven't seen many of those at all. No, I don't we think haven't. we've seen really one dust up. There was like there was some pushing one time, but but no um, no big fight. Didn't didn't seem like this was a big deal either. But um, a little a little skirmish there um, 
with, with some backups. Um, they, were, they did some red zone work. Well, and by the way, just for clarity, because yeah. I know those are household names that you threw out there, Christopher Allen is that kid from Alabama who was hurt throughout his career for Nick Saban and was hurt all last year. He's a uh, he's a, a outside linebacker. And Henry Bird uh, um, is a uh, rookie guard. Okay. It seemed like, um, you know, during the, the final drive there, the final period that they had, a false start to start it off by McGlinchey. Next play looked like it, you know, could have been. This is a report I'm getting. Could have been a false start on him again. This is becoming oh, wow. concerning. This is almost like Connor McGovern oh, and the snaps. Dude, you literally plucked the thought in real time from my Remember frontal those days? lobe. How could I forget? And now it's like Connor McGovern is going to have one bad snap of practice at least. And now it's like McGlinchey is going to false start at least one time of practice. Um, this is every day now. Yep. And, and I'll, I'll credit uh, Nate Jackson uh, for for the nickname. And we, I know we already. No, we're not giving wanna, him any credit for anything. From here moving forward, it's no credit. It's ours. We're just taking it now. What is he going to do? Nick Flinchy. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, Nick, because it's it seems like it's every single day. It's certainly one of the themes of camp so far. Um, and I'm here to tell you, uh, on Saturday during that first the the first set of plays for the first team offense. Now, the Judy stuff happened in the Judy touchdown in the second set, but in the first set, it was mostly a disaster again with offsides and, and um, or excuse me, with a false start and a hold from McGlinchey and Bowles. I mean, the opposite of what you want for the highest paid left-right tackle combo uh, in the sport. Yeah. Um, so, uh, look, it's um, still early, and they're, they're, we haven't even played our – we haven't even been able to – Watch and, and, and see our first preseason game, which is coming up on Friday, which is great. And, and we'll take a good look at this offense because it's always different. A rhyme or reason to why Sean Payton's calling plays, how we look and, um, you know, how's the run game going. But certainly these penalties and things like that, uh, this offense won't be good enough to overcome those things. So the offensive line's got to clean it up. You know, we, we, we're kind of forgetting about Bowles mm-hmm. and his issues that he had back in the day, obviously, right? And right. then, you know, he got paid and he's played better and he was hurt last year, but. It's still in the back of our mind. We're still very scarred yes. from that, and we yeah. can't forget that. And and the year that he got paid and he had a really good year, you, you, I mean, we all know um, a, a big part of that. Like, the big emphasis for it, that year was... Holding got decriminalized in the most literal sense. Yeah. It was down 50% year over year during that COVID season. Right. So what happens? Now you can hold and get away with it, yeah. right? Um, so uh, we'll see what it looks like this year. But And then McGlinchey... You know, he he's not like coming out the gates firing over there at the right tackle position where we're just like, wow, what a great signing. So, but it's practice. So you know, I mean, I, that's all you can really say. But they got to clean up a lot. But I felt a little bit better about it today. Yep, and I do. I feel a little bit better today than we did say Thursday of last week. Our analysis of training camp twenty twenty three is presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air. Sean Payton is stepping up to the podium, and we'll carry it live next. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents Stokely and Zach. All right, we're just at training camp. We're going to hear from Sean Payton in just a minute. Cannot wait. You know, there's different layers to this, all of it. When you talk about, like, the anticipation of the season, 
when we are coming off the Super Bowl and we have months of inactivity, uh, I genuinely get excited for OTAs. I know I sound like a knucklehead to someone out there, but I do. It, it signifies the start of a new season. And then you get to, like, you know, the last phase of OTAs. And, and it, it's a little bit more, um, I'm not even going to say real. It's a little bit more, I guess, like legitimate. Uh, then you get to, like, mini camp. And then, like, then you got the, you know, rookies reporting for camp. And then the vets. And then you start camp. And then you work your way up to your first full padded practice. And, you know, then from there it's like, okay, when's the first preseason game? And I'm just so excited to see the Denver Broncos and hopefully the, I don't know, the reincarnation of, of, of greatness uh, start to start to come into focus. And not that we're expecting greatness this year, Stoke, but just just get back to where this thing was for so long and hopefully we get to see some early early signs of the Broncos moving in that direction. I hope so. That would be nice, uh, especially early on. I'm not really expecting it. And then, you know, to tell you the truth, how, how many how many series do you think the first group's going to go? One. Yeah. Maybe two. Maybe. Maybe two. Yeah. And that's probably about it, maybe depending on how it goes sometimes. I don't right, know. Right, right, um, Is that Would that be your guess? Yeah. Just one or two? Yeah, one or two. Um, who knows? Might be three. You just never, you just right. never know with Sean Payton Sean and how Payton, he's viewing this yeah. thing, right? But I agree with you. I'm thinking it's probably it will be uh, one, uh, two at the most. I'm not going to put... Um, you know, if they, if they, if they, well, obviously, if Russ, you know, throws a couple of interceptions, you know, on two drives, that, that would be awful. But, you know, I don't want to read too much into a preseason game this early. Now, it will give us some clues, but I don't, even if they go down and score a touchdown, I'm not going to be like, this offense is back, right? And so if they have a three and out, I'm not going to say it's doomed. Um, what if it's three and out with no yards? Because the problem is we have like ten practices now, right? And 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 if you go out there in a quote unquote game environment, and we know it's not game day, but it's be the closest representation to that that we've had. If it goes out there and it stinks, it's gonna. I want to say validate what we've been seeing, but we're not looking for validation. What we've seen is what we've seen, yeah. and if they go play well, it doesn't undo all the bad practices either. That's the thing, right? So. If they play well in one drive or two drives, it's not going to all of a sudden change my narrative or my view of how I think this offense is going to be this year and, and the struggles I think they're going to have. What it will do, will, it will keep me more open-minded and hopeful that now the second game, you go out there and do it again. Now you can start changing my opinion, right? You can't just do it one time for one series or two series right. and all of a sudden we think you're back. right. That's not the case because what we've been watching has been so underwhelming that you're going to need to do more. Yeah. Right. And and not only, and and for us, not only for this training camp, but we're talking about last year. Yeah. Right. So we're still that that's still in the evaluation process also. So you have to do a lot for us to think that you could actually be back and playing good football, yeah. offensively and Russ. So, but if it's bad, you're right, Zach. If it's bad, it's one of those things where it continues to validate. What we've right. been seeing. So, like last season, disastrous. Early in training camp, not great. First season, a uh, first preseason game. If it's not great, it's just going to sync up with everything that we've seen. We're looking for some sort of departure, and I don't know what it looks like on Friday night. But I will say this: you said, you know, you mentioned the second preseason game. 
your preseason opponent number one and preseason opponent number two literally couldn't be any different. You could use them at d- different ends of the spectrum of the NFL this year. I'm looking at win totals this year. Cardinals are at like four and a half wins in a 17-game season. You know where you go week number two? You go to the Bay Area. You got to go see San Francisco. And I know it's these are litmus preseason tests. game two. Yeah, yeah okay, preseason yeah. game Arizona, two. San these are just litmus tests, but. Man, it would be really fun to see the Broncos go out and show some signs of life offensively against the Cardinals and then validate against the Niners because you would think if Shanahan is going to play his guys at all this preseason, it would probably be the second preseason game. Yeah. Um, It'll be interesting to see. I'm sure some of those guys won't play. I don't think we'll see Christian McCaffrey. No. In the preseason. No. Right? You don't um, need to see him. Debo Samuel, Trent Williams, guys like that probably won't even be playing for the 49. But I don't know. I don't know how Kyle's going to handle it. But I would think some of those guys with the injuries that they've had, uh, like we won't be seeing Nick Bosa out there if he you know gets in the camp or whatever the case may be. So I think a lot of their guys won't play there. Um, they're in a lot um, different situation than we are here. Very. Where they don't have to play a lot of their guys. Um, and, and it's important, I think, for us, too. And that's that's the approach Sean Payton's taking it. So I, I like it. But um, you, you're right. Those are those are two totally different football teams, Arizona and San Francisco. Yeah, we'll, we'll see how it all plays out uh, here over the next uh, two weeks. But I, I'm thrilled. Uh, Friday preseason game, Friday evening uh, on NFL Network. Um, what else did you see out there uh, at at camp today? Where do you where do you want to go? Uh, we'll hear from Sean Payton here in a minute, but a um, bunch of different directions we can go here. Yeah, I, I thought you know early on in um, the one on one period, Russ was a little bit off, um, and you know, had a chance uh, like like we talked about earlier to, to hit Judy, ran by Sertan. And kind of get the thing going in the right direction, and a little bit underthrown, like Judy NFL, uh, like in the NFL, he was like you know fifty yards open, yeah. you know, like he was like three or four yards open at the time, and you just got to be better with that with that um, when you have those opportunities because for a team like the Broncos, they're not going to have a lot of them. Let's just be real, right? It's not going to be one of these offenses that you can miss one and be like, well, it's all good, you know. We'll, we'll get a first down in the next play, and then we can take a shot a couple plays later. That, that's not the case with this offense, and it won't be the case with this offense. So um, uh, that, that was disappointing. The next play, you know, it, it went after it again, and, and this time to um, Corlin Sutton on the left side and just overthrow him, overthrew him a little bit. Now, he wasn't as wide open as Judy was, but then I thought I saw a few things that, you know, continue to look the same in, in team drill. Um you know, first play, th- throw it to number 20. Uh, uh, t- number 20, he's fullback kind of. Oh, t- yes, dude, I, yeah, I saw um, that. Uh, what's his name? I don't I, know I, if I don't have a, the roster in front of me anymore. I, I bet he does make the team. I just, with the way the Broncos want to play football, he, he's got pretty good hands out of the backfield, too, and he, and he moves pretty decently. Um, but, you know, it was a little keeper game, play action game. Got him in the flat, you know. Um, Michael th- Burton. Three yards at the most. Um, next play, run game goes nowhere. Um, uh, the, the next play is a, another keeper. Russ getting out of the pocket. Uh, again, you know, has to go to the flat uh, with it. Nothing was open. Um, next play is a play-action pass looking deep and, and decides to check it down to, I guess, our best receiver right now, number 20, Michael Burton. Yeah, Michael Burton, fullback from uh, Rutgers. Yeah, Um and, and and that was no gain, and then that was it. So that was it. Four plays for Russ, and then I get to watch Stidham and Danucci. It's like, 
Uh, no. I think that's a question for Sean Payton. And I think you have other thoughts on it that we can get into later. But No, you're right. I, like I think it. that's a question. Yeah. Just, just to ask of like, hey, uh, is this something that you would consider? Not like, are you considering now? Is this something that you would consider as we get closer here? Yeah. Um, but so that that was the first team drill. So there's a lot, like nothing really there. They they didn't do anything. You know, it was. But then the second team drill got better. Okay. There was improvement there. Um and, you know, had a little angle route uh, pass from Judy working the slot. Yep. The F position, like Sean Payton's talking about, he's moving around from yep. the slot to the outside. Um, and then uh, Brandon Johnson had a little drag route going from the right to the left across the football field. And, you know, probably my favorite one of the, the whole thing was um, Russ changing the protection, changing the Mike linebacker call because uh, the blitz was coming. Yep. And then hitting uh, number 13, uh, the slot receiver, um, Oh, 13, that is, um, uh, that's that's uh, Taylor Grimes again. Yeah, Grimes. Hidden Grimes I, there. I, I, a, I like that kid. On a nice stop route. Um, yeah, you know, he's growing on me a little bit. So uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, it's it's wide open, though. You know, it's wide open for someone to say, I want this spot. Yeah. And, um, and he's a rookie, correct? He's a rookie. Uh, uh, incarnate word. Um, word up. I'll, I'll tell you this. You go to the Broncos roster on DenverBroncos.com. Taylor Grimes doesn't even have a, a picture. Mm. Uh, like, everyone else has a picture. Like, Taylor Grimes doesn't have a picture. But what that Can we kid- get that guy a picture? Like, <laughs> like everyone has cameras. He ought to just take a selfie and send it to him. Um, but guess what? what? Five years, that could be the great story. It could be. This guy, look at, look at the player he turned out to be. Remember when he got here? He didn't even have a picture yes. on the DenverBroncos.com. Yes. yes. You know? Yes. Could, could be a great story. And, and it, you know, and I was talking with someone else out there t- today, and I'm getting, like, I'm getting Tim Patrick guys with, uh, I'm excuse me, I'm getting Tim Patrick vibes with two guys in particular. And when I say Tim Patrick vibes, I mean no fanfare. No one really knows who you are. You have to check the roster like three days in a row. Because I remember me and you out there 2018, or maybe it was 17, whatever. It was like, sit there at the 81. Who's 81? Tim Patrick. Okay. And then it's like the next day, it's like, it's 81 just made another catch. Who is that? Okay, that's Tim, Tim, Tim Patrick again. And then it's like that last one. It's like that damn 81 just sort of every day is chipping his way into your mental, like into your brain. Yeah. And he's not doing anything in particular in terms of uh, 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 Taylor Grimes. He's not doing anything that's, like, amazing. He's just executing the play day after day after day. I don't know if this kid's going to make the roster. I don't know if he ever plays a snap in the NFL, but he is on my radar by just being consistent. Yeah, and that's what you got to do. You know, if you're uh, an undrafted rookie trying to make a roster, trying to make a practice squad, trying to find time, um, you know, uh, just trying to stay here. Another day, yep. another week, yep. and somehow, some way, you know, be a Denver Bronco for this year. And we might not see him play one down this year. He's a rookie, so that's a tough thing to do. Right. But, you know, if you're on the practice squad, now you get to go through all offseason. And there's something there that they like. So uh, I like that. Um, and, and you know, he he could. He, he could be that guy but because he, he is. He's showing up and making plays. Our analysis of training camp 2023 is presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air head football coach Sean Payton. Next. You're listening to Stokely and Zach on Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan. 
Sean Payton. First time coach of the Broncos in his first training camp. Presser moments ago after practice. An off and off day. Um, I thought we got a lot of good situational work done. You know, third down period, red zone period, kind of off to the sidelines, uh, utilizing the the helmet communication with both defense and offense. Um, any questions? There's a lot. Um, this week I'm going to cover the sideline. I'm going to cover the roles and how we're going to play guys. You know, what we're looking for during the game. Um, you know, it's their first game, if you will, with this staff and me. And so there's a, there's a lot to cover relative to everything from when we're traveling, dress, meeting schedule, locker room, all of that. And then see guys that are that are playing full speed and they know what to do. And, and you know, you're able to evaluate them versus a different scheme. You know, we've been seeing the same offense or defense, so now we see a different opponent. Um, hopefully mental errors are reduced. And, you know, it's a game always with mistakes, so I keep talking to them about getting on to the next play, and that's important. But probably just as easy to answer the question is what I don't want to see. I don't want to see 10 guys in the field. I don't want to see... Uniforms off after we're done playing, sunglasses on, Gilligan's hats on, interviews during the game. Um, that's what I don't want to see. Um, but we'll communicate all of that. That was as a, as a full dress rehearsal, or did you split up, you know, play going behind your server? Uh, we haven't even talked about it. Um, Thursday's practice, Thursday, we'll, um, we'll come on to the field, you know, out of the, I think that's south, out of the south corner and we'll paint the picture. Our bench is over there in Arizona. It'll be the first time they see what we do pregame, stretch-wise. Um, yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll be game-like. You know, we'll go through all of that. Um, and, and, you know, part of the reason today for the clock, the 40-second clock, is just the sense of urgency of in and out, up and down, on and off. Um, the tempo we've been stressing, you know, there's a lot we're giving the quarterbacks at times. Obviously, if you get to the line of scrimmage with 15 seconds, you know, there's a lot you can do. If you get to the line of scrimmage with six seconds, there's not a whole lot you can do. So working through the mechanics of all of that. How much dialogue is there with what you're going to be wearing? We kind of had a meeting already with who's up, who's down. Part of it's limited to the space up. Um, not familiar with a lot of unrecognizable faces on the sidelines. You guys seen enough NFL games compared to college games. There are not a lot of people, players. You know, if, if you're dressing, you know, you're 47, and, and you, you start looking at the sideline. You know, your coaches, your trainers. You know, so all of that will be discussed before we head to Arizona and who's where. Now in the preseason, it's it's busier. You know. Understanding if you're a special teams player, your rotational pattern in this game, first half, second half, different than if you're an offense or defensive player. You might be out on offense or defense and still be in in the kicking, that, that kind of thing. John, what did you um, kind of look at Taylor Bryant during the draft process? And what did you see your impression? Well, look, you, 
you're you're look for you look for traits and somebody that can separate and you know there there's priority free agents there's guys that you're looking to draft and sometimes you end up signing a guy that may be a draftable player but you know you're looking for some redeeming trait and you know he's got real good football IQ um separates well so well I think in the first meeting we had you know we discussed who's in the room you know there's 90 players here let's say I don't know 30 are rookies let's say six seven are draft picks bunch of undrafted free agents um free agents from other teams you know Everyone's got a, a story as to how they got in that first meeting, and then, but we're going to go by, you know, what we see from here. And um, I think it's important to try to remove how they got here and, and really pay attention to what you're seeing. Um, and sometimes that's harder than, than it, you know, easier said than done, but there's two elements to a team that's got a lot of history with free agents you'd say the first part is the evaluation process you, you know you're finding guys that that fit certain traits and then the second part is you know holding true it's um, you know my second year I think in New Orleans we drafted a running back in the fourth round and then <clears throat> we signed a free agent named Pierre Thomas and oh by the time we were halfway through camp you know it was evident that Pierre was playing really well so you can look at it like, well, you, you, did you make a mistake with the fourth-round pick or did you just find a free agent maybe that is better? And I think the latter would be the case. And, uh, you know, we ended up keeping Pierre and, and, and waving the, the draft pick. And so sometimes that happens. Um, but I, I think trusting your eye throughout the evaluation process, and we're, we're still early in that process right now, but really paying attention to how these guys are performing and and then, you know, what's the vision for the player if, if he's on your 53? How do you see him year one? Um, some guys might be more developmental. Some guys um, may be ready right away. Um, and then the veteran players the same way. You know, you don't have to see it every day, but it, you still need to see it. You still need to see it. And that, that's important as well. Oh. Third down was a Well, I want to look at the tape. Uh, obviously, there was a lot going on. We had third. We had a whole third down script, and then we mixed the down and distance. Um, you know, so I, I don't look until I go up and watch the film and, and see all the specifics. Sometimes you, you got good protection, and you're not doing something on the route. Sometimes defensively, you're on point, and maybe you give up a play, but. Um, I'll, I'll take a peek at the tape, and we'll, we'll get a better idea. A lot of stuff we can coach off of, which we're constantly doing. What's the biggest difference you see with Justin Simmons and with that? Um, well, look, he's a veteran player, great communicator. He's he's someone that, you know, was always in the right spot. He's savvy, he's smart. So some other younger guys, you know, will step in. He's He tweaked uh, like a groin couple days ago we'll, we'll be smart with him and and eventually get him back but in the meantime you know other guys will get a chance to to get in and get some reps but 
Um, you know, when you lose someone with, with his experience, but also his IQ, his football IQ is, is pretty rare. Like, what do you have to stop to play five and nine? You asked me, is that your second question? You only get one. Uh, your thoughts on Riley Davidson, how he looks, and the big picture, why did you want to bring him in yeah, look, he, he's got a real good leg. He's smart. He can throw it. He played quarterback in high school. So we'll have a – no one west off. We'll have a plethora of, of, of plays that we can utilize that. I think it's important. Um, yeah, his consistency. He, he's really had a good camp. Um, you know, we worked some back – or going in punts. Um, he's got really good leg talent. And then just the athleticism, you know, when you, when you have a – former quarterback what it does maybe is it, it simplifies some of the rush plans you get also you know if if you have a punter that can throw then you you got to give thought to you know how you're going to rush him and and knowing that he's talented enough and that you know we're certainly going to be willing to do that well we have to all right, so it starts with that. We have to. Patrick will put it together, hand it to the coordinators. They'll hand it to me. We'll tweak it, and then just understand we can't write it in pencil, but it's in pencil. Man, he's smart. He's in the right gap. He's he's consistent. He's. We had a player. I'm not comparing him to this player. They play different positions. Um, we had a player in New Orleans, Trey Hendrickson, that just was a handful you know, with each snap, energy and effort, and Zach's that way, you know, down in, down out, um, you know, in, in really, really consistent. Um, it, takes, it takes a lot of energy, especially when you're playing inside to, to play that way, you, you know. Um, and so he's got real good stamina. I've been, I've been really pleased with him. Yeah, um, it doesn't affect your play calling flexibility. It, it probably affects your play design flexibility a little bit relative to, you know, I've been with Burt before. He's smart. Um, you know exactly what you're getting on Wednesday night. You're, you, know, you hear me say that, you know, and that's a real good trait. So that allows you to put him in positions. You know, we, we ran a little short motion, put him in the flat today. Um, and he's someone that can play in the special team. So there's a clear vision with him. Um, we have, I'll give that to you later in the week. You know, I don't look at length. I look at snaps. So, I don't know, 15 snaps, 17, 18 snaps, somewhere in there. Phase one, then phase two, then phase three, you know, but... Um, yeah, you could be in phase one on offense and phase two on defense because the game started with maybe a lot of plays where your defense was on the field, if that makes any sense. So it's not time in the game. It's, it's really more of a pitch count for these guys. I don't know. It's a good question. I, I read an article the other day where someone suggested that. Um, but it's, it's good to have them on now in you know, for us to be able to reduce those helmet impacts now, um, that's a good question. I don't know. Thank you, Coach. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. That 
That was Sean Payton. Our analysis of Training Camp 2023 is presented by ROX Rocks Heating and Air. There is a lot to react to from Sean Payton. We know how much the starters are going to play on Friday night, and I think it's a surprise to us. Hang tight. We'll take a dive into it next.